welcome back to the Black Wildflowers podcast. We are your hosts. I'm Taylor. And Myra. And we are two Black introverted women discussing daily life while navigating an extroverted world. Okay, so so for my random this week, I guess it's really not random because it's what's been going on, like the craze that's been all over Black Twitter, all over Facebook now, because you know Facebook is stuff like two days after Twitter. Right. But... Uh, <laughs> So I was just like, I have never seen any advertisement from Popeye's on this chicken sandwich. I've only heard about it through like Black Twitter and mm. basically social media. Like, how crazy is it that basically, and I say Black Twitter because it's mostly us as Black people that are like kind of talking about it and raving about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we have so much influence. Yes. And, like when it comes to like social media, like it is insane. Like I would have never known um, they had this new chicken sandwich out and I am so hyped to try it. Are like, you? Yeah, I really am. And it's like Popeye's ain't showed me not one advertisement or at least maybe I'm not watching enough TV, but you know how you scroll through social media and you kind of see ads that'll pop up. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never seen anything about this chicken sandwich. And I was talking to my mom. She was like, yeah, we actually had it before we went on the cruise. And that was like two. Mm. Ago. So, yeah, they been had it out. I guess maybe somebody really popular said something about it and it took off from there. Yeah. But I'm like, I didn't even know. And I was like, wow, that is so crazy that we are so influential Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the power of social media. Yeah, like even to the point where my grandpa went to pick up Ash and my grandpa was like, Have you tried that sandwich? Like wow. <laughs> I was like, Did you see an ad? Like, nah. He was like, um, it was on the news or something. I'm like, wow. wow. First of all, slow news day, but wow. <laughs> <laughs> like that's amazing that we have such, you know, such an influential pow- mm-hmm. power when it comes to social media to where like, I don't even think it would be selling out and crazy how it is if it wasn't for Black Twitter mm. or Black, you know, Black social power, so to speak. Is it because it's chicken? And so that's why we got so much to say? <laughs> like, I know that's stereotypical, but like... <laughs> See, y'all know because there has been other things, like, I don't know if you remember that picture where some people were seeing it as like a gold dress and other people yeah. as a blue dress that was black twitter too so i mean mm. i don't know i just think we just have we have that overall power and it's like yeah. wow yeah. It's crazy so where like news outlets are picking it up too like mm-hmm. that's insane yeah that's crazy how much power we have yeah and now- i have that i don't know i don't i mean i'm watching the i'm watching and listening to like and reading like on social media and everything, but I'm like, I, I like Chick Fil A, so I, I I don't know. Like I love I love their um I love Popeyes biscuits, but I've never been like, oh man, I want some chicken from Popeyes. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm a, I'm gonna stick with Chick Fil A. But you said you're gonna try both of them. Yeah, well, I'm usually a um if I do get a sandwich at Chick Fil A, it's the spicy chicken sandwich. So I think I'm going to try the spicy one at Popeye's just because I don't, I never eat just the, you know, the regular chicken sandwich at Chick-fil-A. But for me, like Popeye's and Chick-fil-A was like in two different lanes. Cause you know, Popeye's was like pieces of chicken. Yeah. Chick-fil-A is nuggets and sandwiches. Mm-hmm. So now that they got this chicken sandwich, it's like, oh, 
<laughs> now are they mm. like on the same playing field? But I don't know. I definitely want to try it. I can't yeah. believe y'all gonna um stay loyal. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. We like what we like. <laughs> so um, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I know you said you like the um spicy chickens. Have do, do you eat yours with honey mustard on it? Um, have no, a spicy actually, chicken sandwich. I, I I put some honey mustard on it. Eat it like that. It's so good. I don't like honey mustard for real. <laughs> really? Who doesn't like honey mustard? Yeah, Chuck will eat uh, honey mustard on pretty much anything, but I'm, I mean, I'll eat it, but it's not like my first choice. I typically use their um, honey roasted barbecue and mayo. I put that on there, but um, yeah, the honey mustard, nah. Wow. <laughs> I had no idea. Nah. I love me some honey mustard. Mm-mm. Wow. Sweet. Well, that was that was kind of random. Well, not really, because it, it yeah, that's what, it's on not really media. random. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> kind of relevant, but yeah, I just I was just really amazed about how the power that we have. Like, mm-hmm. we just have so much influence on the world. It's right. crazy. <laughs> um. Well, my. My random thought today um, is related to the chicken thing. <laughs> um, but on our group chat today, remember they were talking about um, how they were going to go try the Popeyes and everything. And it reminded me, one, I haven't had Popeyes in a long time. Two, it reminded me of the time when um, when I was pregnant, like multiple times, I had Ray run a Popeyes for me just to get me like two or three biscuits. <laughs> like just randomly. I'll be like, hey, on your way home, can you stop? I, I just want two biscuits. Well, babe, it's is um like I think at one point it was like you buy buy three, you get one for free or something like that. I said, No, do not bring me four. Only one three. You know how how you can be when you're pregnant or whatever. But yeah. <laughs> um it was so it was so funny, like like that happened often or whatever. Like that's that's really what I craved. Um but was there like when you were pregnant, was there something that you were like, man, I, I gotta have this right now? And you would send Chuck to go get it for you? Mm-hmm. See, mine's, I don't really think Chuck really went out and get it because I was really into pickle juice. Like, I didn't want to eat the actual pickles, I just wanted to drink the juice. Pickle so that was juice? my, yeah, just the juice, like out the jar. So he didn't really have to go run and get it. It was like, you know, when we went grocery shopping, I'd just pick mm. up a couple jars of it. But yeah, that was my thing, pickle juice. Like, I I didn't want to eat them. And then, so I, it was at a point in time where I had my own jar because I was drinking out of it and Chuck didn't want to wow. eat the pickles out of there. So uh-huh. he had a separate jar. But yeah, that was that was my thing. Oh, oh and... Cool. um. Kona ice. He did have to go get me some Kona ice before. Oh, yeah. I had that for the first time uh, over the summer. Yeah, it's so good. I mean, yeah. but you know what? When I had it after I was pregnant, I'm like, it's. A, I mean, it's good, but not as much as I was hyping it up. Right. When I was pregnant. <laughs> but yeah, that stuff is so good. Mm. Yeah, that was my thing: pickle juice and Kona ice. Which I guess if people listening don't really know, it's kind of like a. Um, was it something shaved that ice? Yeah, like shaved ice, but you get to pick like your own flavoring and things like that. And it wasn't like that watered down, kind of sugary, kind of not. Like the flavors were like really good and like it lasted throughout the the cup. Yeah, for wow. sure. That's so good. I want one now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for this week's topic, we are pretty much going to discuss 
our experiences um, becoming mothers and being mothers also while being um, introverted. Mm -hmm. Typically, you know, especially it starts out as soon as you let people know that you're pregnant. A lot of people are more talkative, want to, you know, discuss baby life and parenting life with you. And I know it can be kind of tough to like jump into these conversations, especially with people you don't even know for real. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Where be like the most randomest people they know, find out you're pregnant, they want to talk about stuff. Mm -hmm. but that is pretty much what our topic is going to be today. And I was like searching through Pinterest, just like looking for things to kind of chat about this week. And I found this really somewhat awkward <laughs> um, article about, um, it was mainly about introverts when they're pregnant. Mm -hmm. So I'm pulling it up now and I wanted to kind of go over it with you real quick. I'm going to read it off to you and let me know what you think. Cause I just okay. found this to be really weird. So basically kind of sum up this article, like this mom is like, trying to work through her kids are basically toddlers at least at the time that she wrote this article so she's trying to work through her introvert is or is it this is that a word introvertness it sounds it's, right <laughs> it's today. but um she's trying to work through it to where you know how we kind of need that space to kind of be away from people and kind of decompose and compress mm -hmm. so she um basically said that it was important for her to run away and lock herself into her bathroom to get a few moments to herself. So I'm like, hmm. I'm just like, um, when your kids, and from what I'm understanding, I could be assuming, you know, she doesn't mention like the, um, her mate, her partner, hmm. whoever she's with. She doesn't mention them at all in this article. So I'm like, are you just leaving three, four-year-olds by themselves? Right. Are you doing this during nap time? Like, what? It, that wasn't really clear to me. So I'm like, what do you think about that? Like, is it that serious to the point where you need to, or has it ever been that serious? No, no, it's never been that serious, especially like, like when I was a stay-at-home mom for a little over a year. I never was like, oh, let me leave these kids in the living room in front of the TV and go have, you know, a half hour, hour to myself, you know, who I need to be impressed. <laughs> never when it's just me and the kids. But when Ray come home, I'm like, hey, babe, can you take care of the kids? Let me, you know, have like a half hour or so to myself. But with just, just them, no, no. And I think I'm hoping she's talking about like maybe when her spouse gets home or something and not she just leaving her kids and locking herself in the bathroom yeah um, I, I'm hoping that's not the case yeah it's like I can't really assume that because she didn't really mention like her partner or anything in this article but um she goes on to list seven things that makes uh parenting as an introvert very challenging mm. and um her that top one was needing a solo time and then this one also like kind of rubbed me the wrong way too. It's we resist noise, interruption, and disorder, all of which kids specialize in. <laughs> so I'm like, I, I mean, I like quiet, mm -hmm. but also 
like she said, that's what kids specialize in. Right. So if that is something that, you know, you despise or that is challenging to you, why? You shouldn't have no kids. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't want to say, why are you having kids? But why are you having kids? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I was, this article, this was the only one that I kind of, article that I found, and I'll, I'll link it in the show notes for anybody who's interested in reading it. But, um, this, I was looking up little articles that we can discuss, and this was the only one that kind of really connected as being an introvert and raising children. And I'm like, this is this is insane. I don't think this person should even have kids the way they're mm-hmm. they're talking. But yeah, this is like I, I want to bring this up and make sure I'm not being overjudgmental. Mm-hmm. Or- <laughs> no, <laughs> like no. sound like sound like she needs some help around the household, something. Or need some uh, relief. Maybe she is a single mother. And needs some needs some time for real. I don't but. know. Maybe I have to like go through her blog and see. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't have time for that. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> she really mentioned, you know, having a spouse or a mate um, helping her out or anybody helping her out. Because here's another point, which is point number five. We struggle to build a supportive village, at and this is the time that we need it most. And I find that with. Um, at least for me, I'm going to speak for myself as an introvert. I have a really supportive village because mm-hmm. I create my little small circle of three to four people, you know, that I can lean on. I don't know. I feel like this person is um, equating introvertness with antisocialness. Right. And that's not- yeah. <laughs> it sounds like that's we what have- she's dealing with. Yeah have people that we can go to for support we just don't have we don't consider that many people right you know who we support there's only a few people i i trust with my kids even right now at at seven years old there's only a few people i'm like that i can call up and be like hey can you watch my kids you know um yeah yeah she she needs some help (laughs) yeah that's like i'm like wow this one I was like, let me run this by somebody else because uh, <laughs> that's the only one that I could find. I'm like, wow, there's there's really nobody out here like talking about this. Like, I know we out, we clearly out here. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. right here, so like we clearly <laughs> out here. So I'm like, wow, nobody's really talking about this. But I guess uh, kind of a follow up question for you, like, with you, I guess you have a little bit more experience than I do, mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. How did you, how did you first transition into, well, I guess take us back to like your pregnancy. Did you kind of run into issues with, you know, trying to discuss the boys at the time? And I don't know, like, did you have like random people come up to you? Like try to. Yes, definitely. Especially coworkers. Like um, even, you know, still to this day, I'm the type of worker where I come in, say hi, do my work goodbye, go home. I'm not, you know, really chit-chatting the hallway about my social life or anything like that. So when I was pregnant, um, people, you know, my coworkers and everything found out. It was a lot of questions. Oh, what are you having? You know, what are their names? Um, do you want more after this? Can I touch your belly or just coming up and touching my belly anyway? Um, and so with me, me, with me being not super social in the workplace and then all all of a sudden I'm pregnant, you want to come up and talk to me and touch me and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, that, that was a lot to kind of deal with. And I'm, I'm not somebody who will be like, 
hey, back up, don't touch me. I just kind of dealt with it. And then I was crying on the inside. <laughs> um, <laughs> so yeah, that was that was definitely a lot to deal with. And then when they when they did finally come, they had some health issues and everything. So mm. I was still getting a whole lot of questions from that. How are they doing? When are they coming home? I am, even though yet we have this podcast, I have a vlog channel. I am a very private person. Mm-hmm. So my answers were very vague. Guests are still in the hospital. They're doing okay. No, we don't know when they're coming home. Just very, very vague with people. Um, so I don't know if that's the introvert kind of thing or just me being um, kind of a private person when it comes to me and my family. Um, what about you? Um, I would agree. Uh, luckily for majority of my pregnancy I wasn't like in the workplace so I didn't get people like coming up to me and touching me um when I did find out that I was well not found out but when I announced it like when I was in the workplace I had people asking me if I knew what I was having like I'm I'm four months like how like (laughs) (laughs) like it just I don't know I feel like I'm not as approachable or, or maybe it was just at that workplace. I, I kind of think it was just at that workplace mm-hmm. that people didn't really come up to me and talk, but they did, you know, kind of ask, well, you know, what do you want? Or, um, you know, do you have any names picked out? I'm like, I'm trying to figure this out yeah. myself <laughs> right now. Like that's all this is too much. And then I feel like I got a lot more um, questions and comments from like my family and it could have been like I said because I spent most of my pregnancy out of the workforce so I got a lot of once I found out that I was having a boy um you know you should do this you should name him this um Mm -hmm. what are you going to do like what school he's going to go to like he's not even born yet like why (laughs) Why so I think I struggled with that um because I felt like a lot of people were just asking those questions to make conversation they weren't really meaningful questions yeah. but that goes back to like I don't really like small talk and it was kind of coming off as small talk talk topics mm-hmm. like oh uh, you know how about this weather it was coming off like that and so that right. would take me <laughs> that would irritate me even more um too many people like just come up and touch me um mm-hmm. most of the people that did touch me asked first which um I really appreciate it. Although the answer was always no, but at least, <laughs> <laughs> at least you asked. I think the only person that, that touched me was like my mom because I I can't say no to my mom. And then um, Chuck. I don't even think my sister touched me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the, I'm not the touchy feely type, but yeah. I appreciate people not like just going for it and asking me first. Do you feel like since? Um, since you've had a child, do you feel like you're more, um, sociable, I guess? I feel the urge to want to be around other moms. Um, I honestly feel the urge to want to be around other moms. Not only that has kids that's Ashton's age, but also like people who, you know, have older kids, you know, that's kind of been through the process, like potty training and, Mm -hmm what I have to look into it for like school. Cause I, I kind of take from people experiences to kind of make my own, um, like 
for like if I ask for advice pretty much so mm-hmm. I like to pull from other people experiences I know I've asked y'all like what did y'all feed the boys right <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's really helpful because if I only have friends that were you know had children that's Ashton age we can't you know we can't get feedback from each other because we're going through the same stuff right now right I think it's it's really important for me to have uh, other friends that has not only his age, but also older. So I can pull from their experiences too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely agree with that too. Um, I I feel like since I've had them and even as they've gotten older, I've become more sociable. I mean, just going to different events, birthday parties. Mm -hmm. Um, they've been in school for a few years now. So I've been, um, I've, I've I've also gotten a little bit better at small talk too. Like when we went to the um, meet the teacher at the school last week, I I spoke to a couple ladies, you know, in the classroom and everything too. Um, so I definitely feel like having having a voice has made me more sociable and more um, able to hold random conversations a little bit better. Yeah, I guess I could see that as well. Um, as far as like wanting to go out and do stuff with Ashton. Mm. Um, Although I'm thinking like I've been invited to like four, four different birthday parties this year, which I'm assuming I wasn't invited to before because I didn't have any kids, Mm. (laughs) but um, I don't think that I would be willing to, you know, go out to these birthday parties and they're like for family members and stuff. Cause you know, usually they'll invite family even though they don't have kids. Mm-hmm. But, um, I don't feel like if I didn't have Ashton, I would be up and willing to go out and do those things. Mm. But hmm. I think that's more so for Ashton and not for myself. Okay. You know what I mean, um, yeah. like I'm more willing to, deal with other people (laughs) I know that sounds kind of terrible but (laughs) I'm more willing to deal with other people and um their children if it means that Ash can can have some fun right yeah yeah yeah. I'm the same way but I also feel like kids are like the perfect reason to like not go somewhere like if you really don't want to go nowhere like you used to feel bad like I really don't want to go you kind of feel guilty but then if you have a child so we're not going to be able to make it, um, you know, he has to be in bed at this time or we have mm-hmm. this or that to go to tomorrow. Uh, and people normally don't really fight you about it. So, um, yeah, I feel like kids are the perfect excuse when you really don't want to do something. And you're also looking out for your child, too. Like, you don't want to go somewhere if, you know, you know, they going somewhere. It might be hot or something. You, know, you got to deal with the child, you know, maybe throwing a fit or when it's time to go, mm-hmm. they throwing a tantrum. It's, it's a lot to have to do with. It's more than just taking your child. You have to deal with them there when it's time to go and all of that. So, Yeah, and I think it's a, more of a hassle the younger they are, too, because you have mm-hmm. to take along a lot more stuff. Like with Ashton right now, I don't know if he's going to eat the food that you have, so I have to make sure I have food for him. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, diapers and stuff, so I'm carrying that around. But, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, not even an excuse to, like, get out of stuff, but excuse to leave early, too. Mhm. I know we were talking about this earlier this week. I think it was mommy guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, I know you were saying you kind of deal with that too. And even me now with the boys being a little bit older, I still kind of deal with that. Um, 
like, you know, just that mommy get when it comes to leaving the house or doing something without them. And also um, spending, too, especially with me with spending. Um, it's easier for me to spend money on them, buying them clothes or toys or things that mm-hmm. they really want or need than to go out and get myself something that I've always wanted or something. You deal with that, too? Yes, I just bought myself a pair of shoes, and that took everything out of me to buy. Mm-hmm. Cause it was like, okay. Cause they were like the shoes that I had, they're super comfortable. I'm kind of upset. They don't sell those no more, but they were like starting to get a little run down. I'm like, I have to buy myself something. But in between that, like I bought Ashton like a million and one things. Mm. (laughs) So, and I felt so bad. Cause I, you know, I had Ashton with me when I went out and got him and I didn't get him anything. And you know, he don't care right now, but I still feel like, Oh, I'm a terrible mom. I didn't get him anything, right. but I bought yeah. myself something. So, yeah, I struggle with that a lot, especially with um, workouts during the week. Because mm-hmm. he's a huge mama's boy. Like, because mm-hmm. I, you know, I pick him up and drop him off. So he, once I pick him up, he's excited to be with me. And then when I have to go work out, I literally have to basically leave him with his dad as soon as I get him. So mm-hmm. he kind of gets sad about it, but um, mm-hmm. it's kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah, I know Taj. He was a he was a mama's boy for probably probably three, maybe four years. Mm-hmm. Um, he would cry when when me and Ray would like go on a date or something, or they would go to daycare or something like that. Um, but yeah, that's thankfully has gotten not better, but it's completely gone. He's you know not a mama's boy or, or anything anymore, but. That's definitely a lot to deal with. And then, like, especially when it comes to, like, going on trips and everything. I know y'all haven't mm-hmm. been on a trip yet without Ashton, but we do have one, you know, in the next few months. Um, I remember our first trip, the boys was, they were, like, a year and a half, maybe two. And that was that was definitely hard. But it's it's so necessary just to have that time um, away, just to have that, that adult time. And then, you know, of course you're leaving your child with somebody who you really trust. Yeah. Um, but then also in your mind, you're thinking, oh my gosh, is he okay? Is he taken care of? Is he missing me? Um, so yeah, that's a lot. Are you, um, are you nervous about that, about the trip? Um, I don't think it really has hit me yet. Mm-hmm. I think what I'll be most nervous about is not being able to just pick up the phone and, you know, mm-hmm. call him because yeah. what we're doing, you know, we won't have any service or anything for the most part. So I would really have to schedule out, you know, a time to call him. And I'm like, what if they don't answer? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah I think it hasn't really hit me too much yet, but um, I, I know it will. I think he'll be OK. Um, I mean, luckily, he's a good kid to where you know when I do drop him off for like work and stuff he doesn't cry or anything Uh, he doesn't really cry like when I leave him with Chuck like to go work out but he's always like reaching out for me to pick him up so I think that's gonna probably be the hardest Mm -hmm. when I leave him (sighs) but like you said it's necessary and I'm excited for it Mm -hmm. yeah I cannot wait yeah, that's going to be so much fun. I can't wait. And then the other couple we're going with, I don't know if she's announced or anything yet, so I don't want to say her name, but the other couple we're going with, she has a she has a child too. And I, I remember she was telling me she's excited to, you know, really have that mommy and daddy time away from the child. Not that, of course, we don't 
we of course still love our kids and everything, but just having mm-hmm. that adult time is so necessary. Yeah, it's a huge transition. Like, I mean, you guys have done, you know, this kind of trip before, but we still are trying to, I, for real, I think all mothers are still trying to adjust because, you know, every kid is at a different stage in their life. But um, it's just been a really huge transition for us to um, have Ashton and to be able to take a break from that for a week or so. It's mm-hmm. just I think it will basically recharge us once we get back. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about parenting advice? Well, more specifically, unwanted parenting advice. Do you still mm-hmm. receive that? I know, you know, a lot of um, moms get that early on. Like, I still get it, for real. But um, have you seen the decrease as they gotten older, or did you still get it as, as much as you did before? I've seen a decrease, but I think that might be just because um I've kind of showed everyone um what advice I like one I don't really need advice or like (laughs) I don't um unless I ask you for advice I don't want it so Mm. I think just over the years maybe people have learned okay let me not give her my advice unless she's asking or unless it's something you know um that could be that you know detrimental or something like that so I think maybe just over the years people have just kind of learned what kind of what kind of mom I am what kind of person I am you know I don't I, I don't need advice unless I ask you but definitely early on we did get a lot of advice um from people um but I would like take the advice but I wouldn't I'm not I wouldn't shut them down or anything like that but like when I get home I'll be like Babe, did you hear Aunt so and so talking about some? I need to breastfeed, you know. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so I would never say anything to anybody's face, but once I get home, I'll be like, I can't believe she said that. But did you get any, or are you still getting any? Um, I, I feel like I still am, but it's it's typically from like the older people in my life. Like my um, my mom has really starting to do it too, mm. and. I, I, she probably listened to this, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it just clicked. I don't know if it's like a grandmotherly thing, but mm-hmm. she, you know, she with me growing up and being an adult, she usually let me make my own mistakes, you mm-hmm. know. So she wouldn't like say, "Hey, you shouldn't do that." But if I would ask her, she would give you know honest advice. But since Ashton has been here, it's been more like he needs a jacket on. He needs to do this. He should be doing this. And I love you, mom. But if you listen to this, <laughs> mama, I love you. But um, I don't know if it's like because he's here that she's more vocal about it. Me do my own thing. You know what I mean? So for her to be a little bit more vocal, it's like, for real, you, you know, right. <laughs> but um from like my grandparents, I just kind of expect it because they're kind of stuck in their ways at this point. Yeah. I kind of block it out, but um, it's still aggravating nonetheless. Yeah, and then I feel like people have to remember like every child is different too, though. And then even like within your own family, like a family unit might have you know different values and everything too. So something that worked for you and your child, you know, thirty something years ago, is not going to work for my child. Right. So. Yeah, absolutely. I learned that um, pretty early on because I would go to my mom and ask her 
uh, when I was pregnant, like, okay, so, you know, what's going to happen here? And at that point, my sister was 16. So that was the last time <laughs> she, it had been 16 years since she had a kid. So she really couldn't give me too much advice mm. on, you know, what will happen. Cause it's been so long. And I think that goes into with parenting too. Like things change. Like we didn't have, um, easy access to like TV, even when my sister mm. was born, you know what I mean? Like we have tablets and phones and stuff right now. Like, so parenting has really changed even in, within the last 20 years. Mm-hmm. So I can't really, you know, take advice. I mean, I can, you know, some things don't change, but, right. but some things like I got to do it on my own. I got to figure it out on my own or kind of get advice from people who have kids at least within the last decade. You know? Right. <laughs> But I think the the biggest struggle with um, me, because I'm very introverted, but also kind of very blunt as well. Mm. So I I struggle, especially right now, like with my grandparents and stuff, you know, telling me, giving me advice with Ashton. I struggle to not come off as rude. Mm. You know what I mean? Because I don't know, they understand that I'm an adult and, you know, at the end of the day, you know, he's my child and I'm going to do what I want to do. But it's a, it's a really thin line to be like, your advice sucks. I don't really need it right now. Yeah. <laughs> to, like, to saying like, hey, I'm an adult. Like, I appreciate you letting me know. But I I got this, basically. Right, yeah, yeah. That, that's just been my, my struggle right now with Ashton. Like, I got this. You know, I'm going to ask you for advice when I want it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I don't need you to come to me with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm almost the opposite. Like, yeah, we're, we're both introverts, but I'm not blunt at all. Um, if I feel a certain way about something, especially if I feel really strongly about something, I may, or may not say it to that person. I'll say it to the people who actually matter, like my husband or, mm-hmm. you know, my kids or whatever. I'll, I'll express my feelings towards them, but to other people, I, I really don't, especially if it's just something that's related to something somebody said. Um, I won't, I won't say anything back to them. I'll just take the advice and then move on pretty much. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, we really different. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cause like I said, that's my huge struggle, especially with my, my grandparents. Well, specifically, specifically my, my grandmother is like, no, I don't want to come off as being rude or a-hole or whatever, but I know how to put his diaper on. I promise mm. you at this point, <laughs> he's over one. I know how to put his diaper on. I promise you. But I don't know. It's such a really thin line because you know how some people can easily jump to conclusions and take it as you being rude and mm. yada, yada. So, yeah. I know you breastfed for... For how long? Um, exclusively for three months, and then that fourth month, um, I was supplementing, and then after that, we went to full formula. Mm. So I know that's kind of like a, it's a, it's a, a touchy subject, you know. But um, like as far as when you were like breastfeeding or pumping or whatever, um, 
do you feel like you became more open? Like, cause I'm sure you were having visitors and everything. Um, do you feel like you became more open, um, when people would come over and you would be breastfeeding you know, or would you kind of stop what you were doing where you would, you go to the like privacy of your own room or like when he was in a hospital where you're pretty open or were you like covering up or whatever? See, you know what? I feel like I was pretty open cause I'm all like girl power. I'm going to, um, breastfeed in public I dare uh-huh. somebody to tell me to cover right. up like I was, <laughs> I was all like that so I think I was a little bit more open um when I was in the hospital a lot of my family um actually nobody no women in my family breastfed mm. um so I was pretty much like the first one so I couldn't like really get advice from my mom and my grandparents I guess they came up in the era where it was like looked down upon so they didn't even mm. if I was breastfeeding they wouldn't even come in the room and like my grandpa for a while would call me to like he'll let me know he was on his way but when he was outside he was like hey are you you know you feeding him right. <laughs> <laughs> so like around them if I, if I had to feed him like in front of them I would go to a different room just out of respect for them but like in public and everything I was I was all for like I'm gonna be open. I'm I'm so ready for somebody yeah. to say something to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I felt like I I was definitely open. I um pumped because uh, I I I nursed a little bit like when they were in the hospital, um, but I pumped for ten months, and um especially like when we were in the hospital, like um I just opened up my gown and had the little pump and everything going, mm-hmm. um. And then, of course, around the nurses, I, don't, I didn't really care at all. I just pop it out and, yeah. you know, do my I thing. I every day. Right, right, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so definitely in the hospital. And then at home, because um, I was I was at home for a while after they were born, um, I, I, I rarely wore a bra. When people come over, I might throw a shirt on, but I'm not putting on a bra because I'm about to be mm-hmm. pumping again in, in, a, in about a half hour. Um, and depending on who was there, I would either – go to another room to pump or just put my little uh pumping bra on right right there and you know pump or whatever if, if it was if mm-hmm. it was just women around um but yeah I definitely feel like I, I definitely became more more open um while I was breastfeeding or um pumping ex- for that long um so yeah and I and I, I remember one time I hated even though I was kind of open, I hate it when people would just stop by the house. Like, cause mm-hmm. it is like w- one time I, I don't, mom's watching. <laughs> I love, this I'm trying to think if I want to say it. I love you, mom. One day, um, the boys are maybe about four or five months. Um, we were at home. I was, I think I was nursing one of the boys and my mom, my sister and I think my grandma had came over and like didn't didn't call or anything like that and I was pumping not now I was nursing and you know sometimes if they don't latch on right and everything can be really frustrating or if they mm-hmm. sleepy and trying to you know nurse at the same time it's really stressful so when they came over and didn't call at first it just added on to that stress so that I hate that. So not only am I, I'm, I'm still this way. I, I hate when people come over and don't give me any notice, but when I'm doing something like nursing, that's, that's a lot. That just, that just adds on to the stress. But, but anyways, I do feel like I was, I was very open and didn't care 
if a, a, a titty was out or something. So I just kind of yeah. did my thing and didn't really care who was watching. So. Oh, uh, yeah, absolutely. Like, you got a problem? Mm-hmm. You got a problem with me beating my job? Right. Yeah, I was so ready. <laughs> Nobody ever said anything. Um, Most of the time, the people that were coming over was, like, my mom and my sister. So I was pretty comfortable with, mm-hmm. you know, being really open with them around. Um, I don't know. It just became... For me, it came really stressful because I was also looking for a job at that point. Mm. So I think that's what kind of slowed down my supply. I was worried about that, worried about, you know, the mommy guilt, first time mom type stuff on top of trying to look for a job, too. I think that's what because I definitely wanted to um, breastfeed a, a lot longer than what I did. But, you know, life. Yeah. <laughs> so it was just, it was a lot, but I don't know. I wonder if like just becoming a mom and being, um, cause I don't think I would have been that way if I didn't have Ashton. I know, um, before I even got pregnant, I was so sure that I was going to like formula feed. I didn't even think like breastfeeding was an option. Like I said, none of the women in my family breastfed. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I never grew up seeing that. So it's just like, it's kind of strange that like having your own child will kind of change you. Cause with my introverted ways that breastfeeding can be really anxious, especially mm-hmm. in public, you know? So yeah. it's funny how that works with when they get here and how you'll really your whole life change. Right. Yeah. As far as I know, I had, I, I don't really know anybody in my family that breastfed as well, but definitely in the hospital it was, it was preached, you know, that's the best thing you can give your child. And then I had that, I definitely had that guilt of, you know, you know, they, they were born very, very early. They're sick. I need to give them, you know, the Mm -hmm. best thing I can give them. Let me do what I need to do. Pump, pump, pump. And I was like, that, that just what, that was my life for like 10 months. Pump, eat, sleep, pump, eat. Like that was, Mm -hmm. I breastfed around the clock every three hours, even, even throughout the night. I did that for, probably six months and then like after that I would I would spread it out to like every four four hours or whatever four or five hours um but yeah I, I would I was I, I was really crazy about it um yeah I, I, whew, I don't know what I would have did if I <laughs> if I wasn't able to you know produce mm-hmm. um enough milk for them I don't know what I would have did because like I said I dealt with some with some guilt when it came to you know producing milk and everything for them with our situation so yeah that's that's a whole another mommy guilt right there not being yeah. able to produce and like you said you want to get your child the best and then plus you had to like you had to be on that schedule because you had two mouths to feed mm-hmm. you know at the same time so yeah I can see how that guilt can really get to you yeah so how is um with the boys they're in first grade now right yes yes so how is it with, you know, being an introvert and now they're kind of like in this new stage, going to school, kind of being on their own? How was that for you? Do you feel that you want to keep them close mm. or are, you know, are you like, who finally, you know, they're off to school. I can, you know, have a breather type thing. Um. 
I feel like because they, they started school, like the same elementary school that they're at now, they've been going there since they were three because they have a preschool program there. Um, so they've been doing this for a few a few years now, even though they're only in first grade. Um, it was a little bit of a struggle when they first went. I mean, they went on the darn school bus at three years old. I'm like, they're too small. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want them to go. Who's going to protect them? There's no, well, they, they had um, harnesses for the for the little kids on the school bus, so I wasn't worried about that. But, you know, who's going to help them step off the school bus? The steps are too high. Um, so I, I was, you know, very protective. But um, just talking to some of the teachers and some of the um, intervention specialists and everything, they kind of push towards, hey, you know, they need to be independent. You know, this is going to help their, you know, developmental growth and everything like that. So... Um, so now I feel like, I mean, I was, I was, I was ready for school to start back up again. Um, one, cause just, I mean, we're back into a routine of everything. Um, they're learning, um, and then they're going out and being social with, with, um, with their friends. They're meeting new people, um, more than they would, you know, during the summer. Cause the summer they're just going, they're just, you know, either at home cause we're able to work from home a lot of days during the week or they'd be at daycare, which the daycare that they go to during the summer is not very diverse. Mm-hmm. The school that they go to is a little more diverse than than day than the daycare. So, um, but no, it didn't really. I was excited. I was I was really excited for them to get back to school. And I'm trying to, um, even though I'm an ins- an, an introvert, I don't want to, um, mold them into being introverts or being. I'm not antisocial, but I, I don't want them to be antisocial or not want to mm-hmm. talk to people. Um, so I am pushing over them to, you know, go out, talk to their friends. There's a new little girl across the street who goes to their school now. They go over and they talk to her every so often. They'll play over there. Um, and then even like at restaurants, they've, they they place their own orders now when we go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of encouraging them to speak, you know tell you know so and so what you want what you don't want what you don't like um so I'm, I'm definitely trying my best to allow them to be able to speak and not be um closed off or um introvert like they see their their mom so <laughs> <laughs> yeah so do you feel like um are you seeing signs of again this word introvertness <laughs> And yes. um, either of the boys, and both one more, or what? Yes, yes, <laughs> definitely my oldest, the one he looks um, most like me. He has most of my man- mannerisms. Mm-hmm. I feel like he's um, more of an introvert than what his brother is. Um, he's somewhat shy. Um, if we do, if there's ever like a assembly or something, or some type of award ceremony at school. Mm-hmm. Um, he'll kind of have his head down or be looking around. Everybody's looking at him. He gets a little bit shy. Um, so I definitely know that he gets that from me. Um, I don't think I really came out of that till I was about probably in high school. I kind of started coming out of my show and being a little bit more confident in myself. Um, but I'm glad that I noticed these things now and that's mm-hmm. why I'm pushing him to go over and say hi to, you know, that the little girl that you saw at Target that she also goes to your school or, you know, placing your own order at the restaurant, mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So I definitely see that in him. Um, Trey, not so much. He's pretty, um, he's pretty outgoing, um, but, but definitely with Taj. And I want to, I don't want to change his personality, but I do want him to be confident in himself and 
Um, yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, I feel like, well, I wish I would have had that little bit more of a push. Um, I was more of a, like for me, a punishment was to send me outside to play with other kids. Like I mm. wanted to stay in the house. So I, I, looking back, I wish that I was pushed a little bit more, even like what you're doing, like, oh, just place your order or, you know, go say hi, you know, think little things like that. I wish I would have been pushed to do a little bit more. Um, so as an adult, you know, it wouldn't have been as hard. Um, mm-hmm. But I feel like, I mean, if you ultimately are an introvert, I mean, that's just who you are, you know, yeah. but, um, you know, it's helpful to be able to kind of work in the extrovert world, mm-hmm. like you have those skills to be able to do small talk, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. It, it definitely is okay to be an introvert, but we also have to be able to live in this extroverted world, be able right. to, you know, go to an interview and, you know, get that job or, you know, do this presentation in front of the monthly meeting or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, it, it definitely is okay, but there are some things that we need to be able to do to be successful. Yeah. Well, I mean, Ashton's one, but uh, right now <laughs> he's taking a little bit more from his dad. So, um, oh, okay. yeah, I'm super happy about that. Um, <laughs> it does take him a minute to warm up, like literally a minute. But after that, he's reaching out. He's a little bit too, too extrovert for me, but he <laughs> he a go to people like you don't even know her mm. uh, smiling at all these people. I mean, it could be where he is right now, just everything is new to him. So that could be it. So I'm looking forward to see, you know, how he develops. Mm -hmm. All right, guys. So that uh, will wrap up the show for today. But as always, we want to leave you with a quote. And this is one that I had found um, on Pinterest. And um, pretty much it says, when little people are, are overwhelmed by big emotions, it is our job as parents to share our calm, not join in their chaos. And that is by mm-hmm. L.R. Nose. That does fit perfectly, though, especially with, like, as soon as you said that, I was like, that is that is me. That is me and my oldest. Like, whenever he would get really overwhelmed or really shy in front of people, in front of the church, in front of the school, whatever, like, I could, I could be that person I would go, I can go up there, give him a hug. It's okay. Come on. You don't have to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. I understand. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. I, I would be scared too, son, but no, I sit there, I give him a smile. You can do it, you know, that kind of thing. And then I, I purposely will put him in situations where he has to um, get out in front of people and speak or do something so that he can build this confidence now versus in high school when he's, you know, forced to get up and do a presentation or something. But yeah, I, I definitely agree with not um, joining in that chaos or um, contributing to that mm-hmm. that stress. But you know, support your child in that so he can, so he or she can, you know, get through that and overcome it. Yeah, for sure. And you just triggered why I picked this out too, because <laughs> I. <laughs> so thank you. But um, but yeah, it's. As an introvert, I feel like I do get a little bit overwhelmed, especially in social situations. Um, So it's going to be a challenge with me as Ashton grows over to be able to calm myself in order, you know, to calm him as well. So Mm. that, you know, that's kind of my thought process with picking that quote. Um, 
That's going to be a challenge. I mean, luckily he's a little bit more social right now. I think that's just because he's a toddler. They are all toddlers are really social. Mm-hmm. But um, if he does end up being like more on the introvert side, it's going to be a huge challenge for me to be able to, because like you said, if I'd be scared up on this stage, mm-hmm. too, so I got to be able to not rush in, like try to save my baby, right? And you know, go ahead and let him know that everything's is is okay like with my face and everything being there mm-hmm. to support him through that that that's so that's so hard because you i mean even with not being an introvert you want to go yeah. you want to save your child you don't want them to be stressed you don't want them to be you know scared or anything but our kids have to go through go through things and overcome stuff yeah for sure and it's it's best for them to be able to see us and know that everything's going to be okay. I can get through this. Mm-hmm. I don't always need somebody to come rush and save me. Yeah. yeah. That was a good quote. Yeah, that's going to be hard, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be so hard for me. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you guys, this has been another episode of the Black Wildfires podcast. I hope you guys enjoy this. Um, this is going to be probably our longest one yet. I think it was a really good conversation. Yeah, you think? I, yeah I really enjoyed it. I really enjoyed it. And I think y'all will, too. Yes, for sure. Definitely let us know. Um, again, you can always find the podcast anywhere that you listen to podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher. We're all there. Um, if you prefer to leave comments, We um, are on YouTube, so you can hear the audio on YouTube and you can leave comments there. All the links will be down below. If you want to follow us on social media, Instagram, Twitter, although we really don't be on Twitter, um, (laughs) Facebook. (laughs) If you really want to reach us on social media, Instagram is the best, but all of our links will be down below. And um, we appreciate you guys listening. Yes. This is episode, what, four? Yes, episode four already. Yeah, we hanging in there, y'all. Yes. And we got, I think next week, well, not next week, but next two weeks, that episode is going to be really good, too. So, is that definitely the one we're breaking the, yeah. the gas? Oh, <laughs> yeah. 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 Y'all, y'all look out for that. that. That'll be good. Yeah, for sure. So, make sure you're subscribed everywhere, wherever you listen to your podcast, and we will see you in another two weeks. Bye. Bye. Okay.